sing Joy to the world, all the earth let us sing Power and majesty, praise to our King
You have preeminence is Jesus. You are Lord. You are Lord. You alone are Lord. All mm-hmm. hail the King. All hail the King. All hail the King. What? 
threshold of the door and I want you to open that door this is your heart this is your innermost being and I want you to say Jesus come in Jesus fill this heart fill this room with your presence I will let the king of glory come in ride in father ride in you have preeminence. You have dominance. He is Lord. Jesus is Lord. That's why we even celebrate this season for the birth of hope, Father. So imagine, seriously, make Psalms, the Psalms come alive and say, Jesus, you are the King of glory. Come in. This is your choice. Only you can open that door. Come in. It's not just about salvation. This is about intimacy, relationship. This is about the authority in your heart. You have a choice. So when we're saying all hell King Jesus, that's what it's all about, all right? We're, we're thinking yes. about him riding in in this room, but is he riding in the room of your heart? That's where we're at. So we're going to sing all hell King Jesus. And I want you to imagine that scenario right there in your mind, in your spirit. See those doors swing wide open. Say, you are the King of glory. Come in and have your way. All hell King Jesus. All hail the Lord of heaven and earth. All hail King Jesus. All hail the Savior of the world. All hail King Jesus. All 
Savior of the world. Sing this. Jesus, you are my King. Jesus, you are my King. Oh, Jesus, you are my King. Jesus, you Feel the presence of his love inside your innermost being. He is filling your temple. Mm. Everyone in their temple, cry holy. That's right, in your heart. Everyone in their temple, cry holy as the lamb. Mm, worthy as the lamb. We holy, holy, holy as the lamb. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb. Sing it, holy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Everyone cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lamb. Cry out, worthy, worthy, worthy. Is the lamb. We cry 
to the one that was to the one that is yes to the one who is to come we cry holy cry holy to the one who was to the one who is to the one who is to come we cry things we chase but Jesus is that thing he's the treasure in the field his love is the treasure in the field just open your heart to him this morning oh I know there is blockages I know there is walls around your mind I know there are walls around your heart I know there's a wall around your theology of a God who can make a way. All he needs is your yes. All he needs is your yes. And he will break down every wall. He will loosen every chain. He will make a way through the desert of life and bring you into streams of righteousness. Oh, if you taste and see that he is good, you'll never thirst again. 
You'll never be hungry again. You'll have food that they don't know anything about. Because Jesus is that food. He is the bread of life. He is the word incarnate. He is truth immaculate there's perfection in him and this is all you need this is all you need his love is everything you need today you thought you needed this you thought you needed that you thought because you don't have this then you don't have enough let me tell you if you got jesus you've got more than you need you got more than you need Mm, but i want to speak to those walls I want to speak to those blockages. Oh, walls fall down in the name of Jesus. Every boulder be moved out of the way in the name of Jesus. Every mountain be tossed in the sea in the name of Jesus. You make a way where there is none, Lord. You make a way where there is none. Oh, you make a way where there is none. You make a way. You always make a way. Every roadblock be removed in the name of Jesus. Because you are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Oh, I know you are the waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who Speak to impossibility this morning. He is waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Oh, that is who you are. 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 You are. That is who you are. That is who you are. That is who you moving in our midst yes he is yes. I worship you I worship you I worship you I worship you you are here oh you're working in this place oh I worship you yes I worship you
Oh, you're touching every heart. We've let you in. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, healing every life. Oh, I worship you. I worship you. You are here. I know you're touching every heart, Jesus. And we worship you. Yes, we worship you. You are here. I know you're healing every life. And we worship you, Jesus. We worship you. Sing that again. You are here. Touching every heart. And we worship you. We worship you. He's never moved a mountain for me. 
But let me tell you today that Jesus bats a thousand. Jesus never loses, he always wins. Just give him your yes, just give him your heart, and watch him turn it all around. It doesn't matter what you're facing, it doesn't matter what you see. Just give him your yes, and he'll turn it all around for you. He's no respecter of persons. He's done a miracle in everyone in this stage. But let me tell you, that stage can be every one of us. Every one of us has gone through something. But today, Jesus wants to bring you out what you're currently in and show you the victory. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. But even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop 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 working. again. Jesus bats a thousand. He is never struck out. You got to understand there is an unfailable God. He can't fail. You give him your yes. It may not look like what you wanted to, but you will have the victory. 
You just got to understand that it's about faith. It's about trust. If you give him your yes, that's giving him your faith and your trust. Just like the centurion said, oh, just like the centurion said, he said, you say the word Jesus and I know it's already done. And oh, I've never seen faith like that. That's what Jesus said. But he's no different from me and you. You can just say the word and you know Jesus is going to take care of it. Mm. Let's just sit in this just a minute. Let's just feel his love fall over us like a warm blanket. Yes. You're the King of Kings. You're the Lord of Lords. We bow in your presence, Jesus. Holy God, we thank you this morning. Holy God, we get to come into your courts. We worship you this morning, Jesus. Holy, you are everything. You are our source. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for coming down, Jesus. We just worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you for your presence, your holiness. Sovereign, holy God, we thank you so much. Holy God, Roko Saba, we thank you, Lord, Master Jesus. Holy God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Holy, holy God. We bow in your presence. Holy, we worship you, Jesus. Help our carnal minds, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Holy, you're here, Jesus. Hallelujah, you're in the midst. I feel your presence. Oh, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, Lord. Holy God, we thank you this morning. We give you glory, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's all about you, King. Hallelujah, it's all about you. We surrender to your will, your way, Jesus. Holy God, we bow before you, Lord. Holy God, we thank you this morning. Holy God, thank you for salvation, Jesus. Thank you for saving our souls, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We give you praise. We give you all the glory, all the powers in you, Jesus. It's all about you, Lord. Nothing else matters but you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let there be clear focus this morning. Pure worship. We worship a pure and holy God. Yes. Hallelujah, saints. Worship him. Hallelujah, Lord. Holy God, we lift up our hands in praise to you, Jesus. Holy God, help our carnal minds. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. We thank you this morning, holy God. We bow in your presence, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Your glory, Jesus. Holy God. Your glory, Lord. Let your glory shine in this room, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Holy Spirit, speak to every heart in here. Holy God. Hold it like you can, Jesus. Holy, holy, our God. Our God is holy, holy God. We thank you this morning, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Holy God.
no God like Jehovah. There's 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 no God like Jehovah. nothing or no one that could ever take that away from you. There is nothing that will ever separate you from the love of God. Serve a good, good daddy. I want us just to sit in that for a minute. I want us to calm it down for a minute. And I want you to meditate in that secret place in the spirit with the Lord about his greatness, about his love for you, and the fact that you are a child, you are adopted in the kingdom. I want you to feel that. I want you to feel his arms around you. I want it to become more real than the air you breathe. All you got to do is focus in on him. He's going to show you something. 
Let's see what he's got for this this morning. to work is the season when we're supposed to be the most joyous and the most peaceful and the most excited and feel the most love is this season and what the enemy does he tries to come in and say you're not good enough tries to come in and say you can't provide enough tries to come in and say that nobody loves you he tries to come in and say all these things I've had numerous words spoken to me this morning from random people dealing with with stuff they're seeing that they feel that that's that they're hearing in the spirit about suicide and about families and about man people not being worthy and this morning you need to hear that, that man we serve an almighty god who loves us Amen. and his love covers Amen. all of that mm. oh. and the enemy just wants to steal the joy from the season he just wants to steal it but it ends up being the man. If you let it be, it can be the greatest season ever. If you let it be, it can be a time when you really identify with who you really are, who he calls you, who he wants you to be. But a lot of people find it as a struggle because of loved ones and because of the the the, the whole Christmas marketing theme of you got to have this and you got to have that and if you don't you're not good enough and man i'm telling you that is all from the enemy the only thing that's required is love the only thing that's required is him and that's where we're going to find our peace is in him it's a promise it's a gift it's it's what he gave us i mean this is the point we we take christmas to a whole nother level where we think we have to buy presents for everybody when the whole point was that he gave a present to us he gave a gift to us he says i give you my son and that's supposed to bring peace and joy and love and hope man we got to get our minds focused on the right thing That's the reason for the season. That's why we should be celebrating is because of him. Because of him. Mm. Mm. So if you're in any of those places, if you feel like you're in a dark spot this morning, if you feel any of that, man, come on, we want to pray for you. We want to love on you. We want you to know that you're part of this family, that you are loved. Yes. Not only by us, but by him. And nothing can take away how much he loves you. Nothing can stop that. Mm. So you're not in this alone. You have people that love you. Mm. So don't give up. Mm. But press in. Rest at his feet. Mm. 
Come on, rest at his feet. He is Abba. Then you are his child. So just take a moment and let that sink in of how much he loves you. Let that take your mind off everything else that's going on. just love you Lord we thank you Father we thank you we thank you we thank you we thank you that even when we can't see anything happening that you are working in the background you are moving things you're aligning things I thank you Lord that you don't operate on our time on father we just thank you i thank you for every heart in this house every every person in this room thank you father Mm. father just saturate this house with your love right now We love you, Lord. We love you. We love you. We love you. Have your way. Have your way in this place right now. Mm. Do what you want to do. Come on. We just love you, Lord. Come on, I see him massaging a heart right now. I see his hands deep in someone's chest right now. Poof, and he is just beating that chest for you. He is just squeezing that heart right now. just can't fight it you gotta let him do it let him do it come on father you are king of kings lord of lord you are the alpha and the omega we love you we love you we love you We celebrate you this morning. We worship you this morning. We thank you this morning. We lift you high this morning. Ah, we just love you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus mighty name
Come on, can you guys feel that this morning? Can you feel them this morning? keep picturing the moment that Jesus was born and he was in the manger and the angels are singing <sighs> mm. I guarantee it sounded a lot like this sounded a lot like this experienced. this little poem and um, look at me and you can see earthly riches I have few but the treasure that I have I gladly share with you it's not a thing like a diamond ring that you could place on your hand but if you listen closely perhaps you'll understand see Jesus is a treasure given by God's own hand the angels watching over us are here by his command. He'll bind up all your sorrows, walk you through your strife. Jesus is the present. The gift is eternal life. Yes. Come on, come on. Whew. That's good. That's good. Wow. Well, Merry Christmas, y'all. I know, I know it's not Christmas. I see Mike stepping out. Mike's, you want to share something, brother? Come on. So I hear the Lord saying, he just kept repeating this to me before the foundation of the world. So I Googled, well, in my Bible app, before the foundation of the world. And uh, 
pastor, when he was talking about it, he could see the Lord reaching into someone's heart. You know, it really doesn't matter what we're going through. If we'll learn to keep our eyes on Jesus, which is just putting that word first place, asking him for wisdom, just ask him to help you, then the, the works, Ephesians said, he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. And the book of Corinthians tells us that God put us in him. One of the amazing, most amazing scriptures in the Bible, to me anyway, is in Galatians where it says, we were crucified with Christ, but nevertheless we live. But not us, but Christ lives in and through us. And the life we now live is the life we live by his faith. I mean, he, his faith worked. It was received by God. He told the Mary that he hadn't ascended to the Father yet. He beat the devil in his own backyard. He walked through this world untouched until it was time for him to lay his life down. And then the Father accepted the sacrifice. So his faith worked in all three realms, and we only have to have it working here. I mean, it's, it is, it's all-powerful, and he's done it before the foundation of the world. Hebrews says, if they shall enter into my rest, though the works were finished from the foundation of the world. So whatever you're going through, whoever that's for, know life doesn't always seem fair sometimes, but our circumstances are brought on by ourselves most of the time. And yet he still has a work that was finished from the beginning, from before the foundation of the world, that if we'll get into, it'll pull us out of every bad circumstance we got and put us on his circumstances for our life. Come on. We received that this morning. Whew. Man. I like this, how God will just transition some stuff for us and we ain't got to worry about it. Uh, so good. Um, man, it's a good morning. And... Uh, we're excited to be here, excited to see everybody. Um, I'm really trying to figure out how I want to flow with everything this morning. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a moment. If you're still worshiping, some of you are still worshiping. Some of you are still, uh, don't stop that. Uh, I want to receive, uh, take a chance to receive offering this morning. So I want to get prepared to prepare your hearts for that. Um, man, I want to pray for our kiddos. Um, yeah that's what we want to do and then we'll just move on so Father uh, we thank you Father for your gift so we come to you this morning we give back we give to you what's already yours so we thank you for that Lord that uh, it was yours and you let us have some stuff for a while so Father we give it back to you we worship you, Father, not only with, with, with our hands and our mouth, but, Father, we're going we're gonna to worship you this morning. We're going to give to you this morning, Father, because we love you, because we love you. And we're not going to feel guilty if we can't give. You're not going to feel guilty if you have nothing. If you got two cents and that's what you give, that's probably more to him than anything else. Hmm. 
we're just supposed to be cheerful givers and and we want to do that this morning we want to bless him this morning he's doing amazing things he's doing amazing things in this house he's doing amazing things in your homes man we have to be thankful for that we have to be thankful for that so father you just see our hearts this morning so father bless this offering this morning bless it lord bless it i know you can do what you want to do with it so father whatever this is lord you're going to turn it into whatever you want so father we thank you for that and father we just ask you to man just touch the hearts this morning just touch the hearts as we give lord prick us a little bit lord in your season and father bless our children come on bless this generation this next generation a legacy left here lord we just ask you to touch them remind them who they are mm. remind them how loved they are today as we celebrate you so father we love you mm. we just love you in jesus name amen hey guys we're going to take a little break we're going to give Get some coffee, some cookies. Um, come back in because we're going to judge some sweaters. Um, that'll be fun. Uh, we're going to move on and do some cool things and uh, share some stuff. So we love you guys. We'll be right back.
Oh yeah. We got people coming in. We're all wearing sweaters. We need the air conditioning on. Who's hot? All right, come on. We can turn some AC on up in here. I don't wear jackets. Look at that. I know how to do that. Let me walk to this side. Let's get some cold air flowing in here. I'm like, how do you dress up when you come to church all the time? <laughs> Are the cookies good? We should do cookies. Miss Karen says we should do cookies every Sunday. You guys good with that? Cookies every Sunday? Start baking. <laughs> it got really quiet in here. This is good. I don't know. I, it's not awkward for me. Y'all can sit there and stare at me. I love y'all. How's everybody doing this morning? Everybody good? We got everybody coming inside. This is hard. Like when we were talking uh, earlier, I was looking at all these ugly Christmas sweaters and I was like, this would be an easy pick, but now I see everybody. It's probably not going to be that easy. Good stuff. What's, Man. I got so much stuff, uh, but I, we don't want to spend a lot of time here. Tell you what, let, can we do, you guys want to do the ugly Christmas sweater thing first? All right, let's just get that out of the way so all the people that lose can go home. All right, uh, or change, yeah. Man, I don't know how we're going to do this. Okay, here, here's what I need. Uh, I need an honest person. Right. <laughs> yeah, the honest ones don't raise their hands. See, that's the problem. I'm looking around, I'm looking around, I'm looking around. Brand, look at Brandon's very festive. Come here, Brandon. What I want you to do is as fast as you can, I need you to pick five people that are going to compete. Five people that are going to compete for ugly Christmas sweater. See how it's not me because I'm your pastor. <laughs> okay, Holly, come on up. Tammy, come on up. The legit tree, come on. <laughs> oh, he's. <laughs> hey, you just let him look. Miss Pam. Oh, look at this. We got a llama with a drink. Oh man, did you... man, look at this. All right, is that is that everybody? You good? Did you want to scan? Because I'll let you kick somebody off. Well, they look to be the only ones that actually. Oh, now she stood up. You better come on up here. There you go. She says, uh-uh. I think that's good. All right. All right. All right. So this is what we'll do. Okay. This is what we have. We're going to make this as easy as possible. Um, they don't know what's going on. So I'm going to walk behind them. They're going to hear me anyway. You just got to get loud. Okay, so as I put my hand over somebody, you get loud, the loudest stay. The ones that aren't loud, go. (laughs) 
Ke- Kevin brought his medium sweater again. James. And my brother Ryan Pants. <laughs> that was good. That was good. He got you. All right. We got a skinny shirt and skinny jeans. I like it. All right. All you guys got to do is get loud so we can figure this out. All right. Let's start with, uh, hey, we'll go down the line. You can. Okay. Just, just step forward real quick for me right there. No, don't go anywhere because that still might be loud. Okay, you can go sit down now, Tammy. Thank you. Go have a seat, sir. All right, step over here, Pam. Wow, okay, come on. Look, this is way too close now. This is way too close now. I wonder if I can play like jingle bells up here. All right, come on. Let's do this again. Let's see now. We'll start over here. Wow. Okay, so now I know that we have a... Look, we do have two prizes. So we're going to have you step aside, ma'am, as... as we'll, now I'm looking for like uh, the second prize here, so... You should pick it in your heart already. All right, here we go. Ready? And. All right, come on over here. Thank you, guys. All right. All right, now I'm going to leave it up to y'all one last time right here. One last time. Pick it. Now y'all have decided on one of these two people. Ready? Here we go. Whoa, that was close. I'm going to do it one more time because that was close. Does anybody hear better than me? Wow, guys, come back. Come to the middle because I think I'm hearing that side. Watch my phone. We do have one of those. Uh, come on up here, sir. Ha! We're going to do this officially. Look at, we've, we've got a digital device that'll say when it's louder. Hold what button? The max hold button. Let it go after? Why don't you just do it for me, brother? You're the production guy. All right, here we go. You ready? It's definitely not seven years old. He told me to do it. You ready? Is it going to work? All right, here we go. One thirty-eight. That's louder than any worship in this house. I'm just letting y'all know. You ready? Go. Oh, wait, hold on. It's, he's slower. <laughs> okay. Are you good? Yeah. 
146. Oh! Wait, wait, wait. This is pretty awesome because that was digital, and all we can do is go by digital. But somebody got unthrown this year. I know! Somebody got unthrown this year. Okay, do me a favor. Hand me my... Oh, it's in my Bible right here. Open that page. Let me step down. I don't need to be on stage. What am I doing? Wow. All right. So we have a gift card for you. Congratulations. Gift card for you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all. Man. That was fun. Yeah, that helped. Because it's loud up there. That was crazy. Like when you're up there, everybody got loud. So that was pretty good. At least we had to... Hey, if it's wrong because the batteries are dead, I have nothing to do with that. And I didn't make the choice, so I still love you. All right, let's see. Um, Where are we now? Good morning. Um, Here's what I want to do. Before I get into any announcements and stuff, I got a video. I just want to play a little. Can we just play a little Christmas video to get us into the mood for what's going on? All right, let's go ahead and play that video. Oh, he's got to do what? Our production guys again, huh? He's got to get it online. So what we're going to do is we'll bring the lights down a little bit so you can see. It's just a little short clip, but it should kind of hopefully bring in the, uh, the spirit of Christmas. It just reminds me a lot of me. <laughs> Are we good now? All right, we can go now. I wonder what it would be like to be born in a manger. Yeah. I wonder what ever happened to baby Jesus. <laughs> he, he grew up. What? Wait. <laughs> so you're saying that the baby Jesus Christmas story is the same as the adult walk on water Jesus? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wow, I just never really put the two concepts together. Wonder what happened to that guy, huh? He went to the cross. That's the same guy? So what you're saying is baby Jesus is the same as cross Jesus? Yeah. I mean, there's some time in there, right? I mean, he, he grew up, he taught people, he lived a perfect life. He died on the cross and came back to life, and, you know, now he lives in our hearts. That's the same guy? The Jesus that lives in our hearts? Okay, I was really, oh, wow. Okay, I never really put all those guys together, you know? Only one guy. I tell you this. Here's an idea. Maybe we stop just making Christmas all just this once a year isolated thing, but we make it an ongoing story about the salvation in our hearts and lives. That's the idea. Yeah, there you go. If you ever been to my staff meeting, that's what it looks like a lot. I'm like, 
Okay. It's a Ryan day again. Come on. So good morning, guys. Welcome to our ugly Christmas sweater uh, Sunday and just our Christmas service because next week is no service. So we're not doing it. So spend time with your family next week. Spend time with friends next week. And if we're those people, then come to our house and spend time with us. We're good with that. All right. That's an open invitation. Uh, I'm going to cover some some announcements real quick just to get everybody caught up. Uh, so we know, since we're not going to be here next week, we need to know a lot of these things. So uh, first off, fill out a Connect card for me. Let me know that you're, uh, if it's your first time, first time in a while, fill one of these out. You can do it digitally. You can do a, the little manual one we have out at the connection point. Let us know that you uh, showed up so we can reach out to you. We can pray for you. We can do all kinds of things and just kind of share information and all that stuff. But also, uh, if you want more information, download our app. That'll be up there too. You can scan that. Get our app that has all the push notifications, has everything you want on it, uh, all right there on your phone. It's pretty cool. So uh, kingdom classes are at nine o'clock every Sunday this week. I just want to celebrate Ryan and Allison. Come on, uh, the secret place. So come on, I love that stuff. Uh, Amazing teachings. And next weekend there is, obviously, there's no service, so we're not going to do that. And we'll get more of them up for the remaining uh, in the new year so we know what's coming on in in the first of the year. Because uh, we will have a New Year's Eve service, but our New Year's Eve service is not in the morning. It's going to be 6 p.m. at night, okay? So, oh, you guys want to wake up early and come in? All right. We should probably do it at 6 in the morning, and then we can all show up and just be fired up. So, so this is a actual service for New Year's Eve, for New Year's Eve, right? So instead of showing up at 10 o'clock in the morning, show up at 6 o'clock in the evening, all right? So that we can like usher in the new year. It's going to be like a six to eight hour service. It'll be phenomenal. Regular service. Regular service. Don't worry. But yeah, we want to, we want to usher in the new year. It's going to be fun. We, we just expect to see everybody there. Uh, on the 26th of January, we have our, uh, this is going to be our family gathering called the uh, not so what? What is it? The, the, the mid not so evil times. You got that one back there? Sounds not on, but we're good. Hey, there you go. I love you, Jacob. <laughs> there it is. All right, so what we do here, just so you know, um, as that plays like twice every time, is we show up on the 26th. Uh, we gather as a family, we hang out as a family, we celebrate everything uh, that we did throughout the year, and we just get to honor people. Now, here's a couple things with that. You're going to bring a side dish. We're going to provide all the meat. There will be registration required. I will let you know this, so don't get mad at me. This is no child care is available for this. Why? Because we want all our child care workers and everybody that serves back there all the time to celebrate with us too. So you're going to have to fix up your own child care for that event right? Uh, kids that are going to be allowed are, are our GPS students and above, so they can come out for this. Everybody else has to have care somewhere. We're not providing that, uh, but you will have to register for this. Plus, wear a costume if you want. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. We're going to have all kinds of you know, games and stuff like that and celebrate, but um, we just look forward to this every year. Last year, it was the hoedown throwdown, and we all dressed up like cowboys and stuff like that and rode a mechanical bull. So this year we're going to dress up in medieval times and hit each other with big giant Q-tips. 
Hey, you can't beat that. I don't care. You know, take a shot at the pastor. It's kind of like dunking a clown. I'll just let you know I don't go down quick. If you swing at me, I swing back. <laughs> It'd be fun. We're going to have a good time. I look forward to seeing everybody there. Also, I just wanted to say that our, our angel tree, if you were a recipient of an angel tree, you should get a call from Kelly about that. Uh, Kelly, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I just catch you talking to somebody? I'm sorry. My bad. This is Kelly. And, and, if, <laughs> and if there's an angel tree recipient, she's gonna, she'll reach out to you. So if, if uh, and I thank everybody. Guess what? All our angels were taken. Everybody was provided for. That's awesome, y'all. That is so awesome. So I appreciate that. I love our family. I love the fact that we give when there's a need and we give out of love, not because we have to give. It's awesome. So I appreciate everybody for that. Let's see. I'm going to pray for service. I'm trying to work this out. And then we got, we got something else going on too. So let me just pray for service and then we'll see where God wants to go. So Father, we love you, Lord. We thank you. I uh, thank you for this morning. I thank you for everybody here. I thank you for this family, Lord. Father, speak to my heart. Speak to my, my, my lips. Father, just touch them this morning, Father God, and just have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So I do want to say uh, thank you all for all the prayers, all the messages. This has been a rough month for our family. Uh, Jules lost her dad. I lost my mom this week. Um, so we've been going through, you know, just details with all that stuff. So we love everybody. We thank you. We were getting text messages and Facebook messages and everything. Um, so yeah, it's just been a lot. And then you deal with that and you deal with the holidays and you deal with everything else going on and it can all just kind of, but what's cool is the love of a family. The, the love of this family is so awesome that, that, that every time you think you're like, oh, I'm having a bad moment, and then people are calling you and texting you, and God puts them in your life to lift you up and do amazing things. So we love you guys. We appreciate everything you guys have done for us. We just absolutely are blessed to be part of this family, and uh, we thank you for that. Um, with that being said, we, I, I'm thankful for our staff. Can we give it up for the staff here? I'm telling you. We got a great group of people that absolutely love you. They pour their hearts into everything from the kids to the students to the welcoming people to everything. And, and we can't do this without them. Everybody is just phenomenal. We love you guys. And we just wanted to share that this morning. Jules and I will be uh, going away uh, today right after service. Uh, so we're going to go celebrate 31 years for our anniversary. So we'll be back uh, Late Wednesday night, so, uh, well, the goal is to try to get back before the student ministry so we can come in here and love on the kids uh, for their Christmas stuff, but uh, we will be gone, so um, if we leave out of here quick today, when we get in, you guys are cheering because you're like, that means the sermon's going to be quick? Like, we're, like, our car's running. I don't even think we shut it off. We're like, get going, get going, uh, but it's good. But I do want to share, uh, I, I, we've, got, we've got an awesome family in our church. They started coming here you know, several months ago, and uh, they're just awesome people, and we absolutely love them, and we got to go spend some time with them uh, as a church on Friday. Um, so um, are you both going to come? Emily and Charlotte, you guys want to come up? No, just him? So everybody get up for Emily. So uh, what it is is uh, I'm not going to tell his story about who, what they do, but I just really wanted him to share with us a little bit about what they do why they do it, and then and we and I'll share a little bit more about us going out there and spending time with them, so we know what's going on. If that distracts you, just you know, put it down like that. So uh, my name is Emlyn Bailey, and uh, my wife Charlotte and I are the program directors of uh, Adult and Teen Challenge 
in Jones, Alabama. Has anyone ever heard of uh, Adult and Teen Challenge or Teen Challenge before? Mm-hmm. A lot of you have. So what we are is we are a, uh, a 12-month residential discipleship program to help men and women with drug and alcohol addiction. Uh, our facility in Jones, we actually uh, have 22 men uh, ranging from 18 to 65 that come and live with us for a year. Um, we have capacity for 28 men at a time, but they'll come, uh, some come from get dropped off by the sheriff's department in handcuffs and shackles, or their family brings them, or they call us and they're homeless on the street. Uh, and no matter what, what it is, they all have one thing in common, and that is that they struggle with something like drug and alcohol addiction, something that's controlling their life. And we seek to help them find freedom from that, not, not just from, uh, you're an addict, you're always going to be an addict, but to say, hey, Jesus died for your sins. Jesus died so that you could be set free, and we want you to walk in that. We want you to understand that so that when they're done with the year program, they can go and live a life that uh, is productive, live a life that's fruitful, and to be able to, you know, come and serve in many different areas. I myself am a Teen Challenge graduate. I graduated in 2012, and, uh, and you know, thank you. And now it's my honor to get to pour back into guys and really see it. Um, you know, we have been the program directors out there for about two and a half years now. Um, we, uh, you know, we are just really excited to see what all that God is continuing to do in the lives of these men. And here's something exciting. So for the month of January, uh, we are going to be coming, the men are going to be coming and worshiping on Sunday mornings with us all here. So, so if you see 25 men, random men looking, looking like they're lost, that's, that's who they, that's who they are. But you know, these guys have, have been cast aside. These guys have, uh, burned every bridge imaginable. You don't come to teen challenge because it's your first option. Right. Um, and you know, they really are a great group of men. Once you really kind of just pull back all that stigma off of them, pull back all that label, pull back all that. Right. They're really just someone who has struggled in their life with sin. Right. Cause that's what addiction is. Addiction is sin. And so, uh, we're excited to get to come and to, uh, worship with you. So, uh, thank you. Come on, that's good, y'all. That is good. So what we did was we got to go as a, as a family Friday night. We, you know, he, he had asked if we'd want to come in and, and share a message. And, and then I was like, well, we'll just bring everything. Let's worship. So, you know, Ryan and everybody, we just kind of packed up the entire, everything we do for Praise in the Park. And we took it down to Jones, Alabama, set it up in there. And uh, it took, man, it took Ryan. He was working hard. So I, I appreciate you, brother. You came and loaded up the trailer, went down there, got everything set up. We, the, the, we started at 7, but actually like 7.15 because we were running late. And, and we got there. You left here at 4. So that's how long it takes when you drive there for like 40 minutes and the rest is trying to set up between everything we do. Um, but we went there for a reason. Because I wanted them to understand that no matter what, they're loved. 
because I know that they can walk into other places that would probably go, hey man, this is Teen Challenge coming in and people can stare at them and judge them. And I wouldn't, you know, I went through a lot of stuff in my life and that would have been something that would have probably drove me crazy to walk into a place where you feel judged every time you walk in because people know where you're coming from. So we went there and we worshiped with them and then God laid it on my heart to just share testimony. So, so it started with me and then the entire worship team, I don't know, what do you have, eight, nine people there? I don't know. Everybody just started sharing their testimonies and there was weeping and crying. And I made them aware that when you come to this place, like you will be loved. Like we're a family that loves. It's not a manufactured love, but when they walk in the door, my expectation is, is they just belong here. This is their family and we're going to love on them. So I'm excited about this because I can see true life change happening. You know, they get to go all the different churches and they get to go to different places all the time. Right, and this, we, we're very fortunate to have these guys in our family and part of our family. So I don't know if there's favor with that, but I like the fact that we get the month of January. We'll take that. We'll take the we'll take the year 2024 if you want it. Um, but we get to take that month of January and literally pour into these men and just love on them. And I'm excited. I just think I, just being there on Friday night, I was like, this is this is a calling. This is perfect. It was probably the best family time we've had in a while. Like I got to sit with our worship team and we went out to eat afterwards, but we got to just hear stories and, and unite and just, man, I just felt like it made us stronger as a family. So, and that's what they got to see and be part of. So I'm excited about that. I hope you are. Um, I hope they come after experiencing what they experienced on Friday night. I hope they come with an expectation uh, that they're gonna walk into a place that's gonna love on them and then the love of God is gonna saturate them and their lives will be changed. I believe that wholeheartedly. So that's what we love. Uh, that's why we got to do that. And I was excited. So thank you for letting us come in there. I know he said, yeah, just be done by 830. It started at seven. I was like, yeah, I'll try. We got done at like what, 930? I was off by a little bit. I said, it's so much easier to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> but you know, we couldn't, like, I, I felt bad. I really did. Cause I know they have a schedule and you got to keep them going. But man, I just felt like the Holy Ghost was moving. And every story was touching a different heart and every story was different from a different category and a different label and a different, you know, what people deal with. And man, I think we just kind of captured a, an audience. So thank you guys for that. And every time we go down there, because we're going again in February, we're going to go again in February. I, I invite whoever wants to come. Like if you want to come down and worship with these guys and love on them, you're going to know them anyway. They're going to be here for a month. So uh, we get to pour in them here and then come down there and keep loving on them because they need to understand that, that, the, that his love is real. Like this is real and, uh, and they can get through anything that they're dealing with. So that's good. Oh, I wish I could say that was it, but it's not. I just really want to, can, can we just really celebrate uh, Christmas, this service? Can I just kind of read the Christmas story? Can we just get back to that and just kind of make that a, a theme of what we're trying to do today is just really honor him. So I'm going to do a lot of reading today. And uh, I just feel like that's the best thing to do. And I'm going to go all the way back because I want to go back to where this was prophesied. Uh, so, which was like 700 years prior to his birth, this was spoke into existence. You know, Yahweh said this will happen. Uh, and and then that that voice was heard and so we're going to go to Isaiah 9, Isaiah 9, and this is where it was prophesied in 6 and 7. 
We'll have that on the screen if you don't have your Bible. Or if you have your Bible and you're not reading it. <laughs> Just looking at my daughter, stare at the screen. <laughs> She's like, nobody's sitting next to me to help me. <laughs> uh, verse 6, it says in Isaiah, it says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, his government and its peace will never end. <laughs> he will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all of eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's army will make this happen. Come on, y'all. That is so good. We can read that again. <laughs> we need to understand this as you're reading this. This is powerful if you actually take in these words and say, wow, what are we truly worried about? What are we truly worried about? For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. Just think about that for a second. His rule, his reign, his peace will never end. So whatever you're worried about stuff ending, it will never end. That's what it says. That's what it says. I love that. And what makes that happen? The love of a father. It was already prophesied 700 years prior that he's literally going to send his son. At that point, he was like, I'm sending him. And then he just had to what? Prepare the way. You got to figure there was what? 400 years of silence. We talked about this when we did the Bible reading thing. There was 400 years of silence between the Old and New Testament. Right, where, where prophets didn't speak and things weren't happening, encounters weren't happening right, in 400 years. But it doesn't mean that nothing was happening. Do you understand? So the people didn't see anything. They didn't hear anything. But God in the background, we sang about it today. That's amazing. I love it when things line up. Right? That he's working in the background doing everything. He was preparing roads so that people could go travel and share the word. He was he was, he was finalizing this, the language so that everybody would understand a common language so they could hear the word. This is powerful stuff. And this is what God was doing in the background. So everybody goes, well, it was silent for 400 years. He was like, oh man, silent for you. He was just, he's like, let me do this. Let me do that. Let me get that ready. You know, and, and I think it's the same way he deals with us probably back then. He tells somebody to do something and that person does it. He tells that person to do something and they don't do it. And then he's like, oh, all right, you do it. <laughs> right? That's, I think that's how he works. He's like, I'm going to ask you to do something and you can either walk in obedience and do it or I'll find somebody else. Right? So, and I think that's what takes time when it comes to him having his way is he's constantly speaking to us. We're here for him. Right? Jesus can't be here. So, right, he sent the Holy Spirit inside of us. Now we're his hands and feet on earth. So he just has to depend upon us to do what he asks us to do all the time. And when we don't do it, it delays what he wants to do. Because now he's looking for another person. <laughs> he's like, oh, who's going to listen to me? Like, 
and he's grooming us and we're doing the little, I think what it is is we're doing these little baby steps and we're like, oh, I got you. This is easy. I got you. Man, this is easy. Everybody following Jesus is easy. And all of a sudden he's like, go jump off the cliff. And you're like, eh. Mm, that's a long fall. So you take a step back. And now he's like, great. I've been, <laughs> it's been years I've been asking you to do stuff and you say yes. And then the one thing that's gonna help move this thing faster than the speed of light. And you said no. So now I gotta go to somebody else. And baby step, baby step, baby step, baby step. He's just looking for people to trust in him and obey him when he asks you to do things. Um, but it took 400 years of that. So we had language established. We had roads and roads were built. So what I think what, what seems like quietness to us is really construction to him. Think about that. When you're praying about things, when you're asking him for things, when you're, you're digging in and when you're just all in and you're saying, Lord, do this, do this. And you're like, why is there such quietness? Why are you not speaking to me? The whole time he's constructing stuff. He says, I heard you. Quit, like you asked, I heard you. Let me... Let me maneuver some stuff. Let me do some stuff. Let me construct some stuff. So we'll jump from that. We're going to jump all the way into Luke, Luke 1. And I'm going to start reading in Luke 1. And this is where we pick up what they call the Christmas story. Everybody there? All right. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph. Whoop. Hit the wrong button. To a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. So here you see Mary. The Lord hasn't spoke. Nobody's had encounters. And an angel shows up could imagine the fear, the trembling, especially Gabriel. If you're reading the Gabriel, every time you hear about him, he has to tell people, fear not. So think about the, the, the immensity of who he is. Uh, and when he shows up, it's probably pretty powerful because he only shows up a couple times. And when he, he always has to tell them, calm down. It's just me. I'm a messenger. I'm a messenger. So in verse 29, it says, confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor, David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. I like that part. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the son of God. See, they've not experienced that before. That was not something that happened, especially in 400 years. So now she's not only speaking to an angel, but they're like, God's literally going to make this happen. I don't know, man, that's pretty cool. I, I, some people look at that as something weird. I go, man, use me that way, Lord. Like, <laughs> I want to do something that nobody wants to do. I want to do something that nobody could believe could ever happen. Lord, use me. 
right? And we should have a yes on our lips. We should not be scared of this stuff when God starts speaking and he wants to do things. Um, I love that about her because she's just like, all right, <laughs> let's do this. So let's go to Luke 2, 1 through 20. I'm going to kind of jump into this where they start traveling. It says, at that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. And this was the first census taken when uh, Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. So he had to go there, right? He traveled there from a village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. So basically everybody that was born of that place had to go back there. So this is a big family gathering, y'all. Like, think about this. Everybody that was born there of that descent was going back there. This is a huge thing, right? This is why I think when they say there was no place to stay and all that stuff, because, man, there's a lot of people coming to town. I can fit so many people in my house, but once you fill up the camper outside, you're sleeping in the yard. I got a barn, too. We probably got a manger out there. You're just like, hey, got here late. Timmy took the bed. You're sleeping in the barn. Right, so that's how I'm reading this. Like everybody's going home. Big family reunion, big celebration. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news that will bear great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heavens and peace on earth to those whom God has pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see the thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And they hurried to a village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. And after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. What's weird about that is that people didn't hang out with shepherds, y'all. They just didn't hang out with them. They was in the field all day with sheep. They probably smelled a little bit. I think when I come back home from hunting. Home, baby. And I smell like deer pee. <laughs> These guys, nobody's hanging out with them. Nobody wants to listen to them. But man, they come. And what they experience, they can't stop. And it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about them, what anybody wants to say about them. They say, we have got to go share the good news. We have got to go tell people about what has happened. 
And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Come on. How important is it for us to experience what God wants to do, to experience the glory, to experience his love, and then not just sit on that, but to actually go tell people about that. Like, that's important, y'all. This is not for us. This is for everybody else. Like, once you experience it, you're supposed to go share it. You're supposed to go spread it. You're supposed to go tell everybody about it. Hmm. I love that because it just seems like it's the, would be the easiest thing to do. You know, God loves on you. You experience his love. You feel that. And then, man, you just go tell people how awesome that was. And why? Because, okay, when you, when he loves on you, something changes inside of you, right? You're born again. You're different. So it doesn't matter what people thought about you before, about whatever you did, whatever shame was on you, whatever happened in your life, all that's gone because you're made brand new in Christ. So you're born again. So therefore, guess what? All the shame's gone. All that's gone. The only thing you can think about is going, but he loves you. Let me go tell you that he loves you. It's that simple. And while you're doing that, you don't have to sit back and go, ah, he loves you, but you know, you're probably better than I am because I've messed up pretty bad. All that's gone, y'all. It's all brand new, man. And we need to understand that. So when we unwrap the story of Christmas, we receive all the promises he has. Forgiveness of sin, right? Freedom from shame, from guilt, peace with God. These are all gifts. And the most important part was his unyielding love for us and unending love for us. Those were all gifts from him to us. See, everybody says that he was the first one to receive gifts when the wise men came and they gave him all the stuff, but that wasn't it. God says, I sent my son to you and not just to them, but to you and you and you and you and you. He sent his son to us as a gift to us to take care of all those things, to bring us peace and to bring us love and to bring us joy. And that's important. Because when you understand that, you understand that everything changes in your life. You start recognizing who you are. I'll go right back to identity. (laughs) When you understand you're a son and daughter, when you understand you're a new creation, when you understand you're an heir to a kingdom, when you understand that, then you start sharing that. That's when all of creation starts to understand that. That's huge. Because that's what we're waiting for. You want his kingdom to come? on earth as it is in heaven, then all of creation needs to know who his sons and daughters are. And the only thing stopping all of creation from understanding who his sons and daughters are, are you and me, all of us as a family, not showing creation who we are by not walking in the authority we have, by not walking and talking and looking and acting like Jesus, Because if we could all get that down, then creation knows. 
Mm. And that's when his kingdom comes. That's when things shift forever. It's out of Romans 19, 8, 19. Romans 8, 19 says, for all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are. They're eagerly waiting. You ever eagerly wait for something? Flaves does that with mac and cheese. <laughs> she's like, boil water, boil. <laughs> I want the mac and cheese, right? So she's eagerly waiting for something. And that's what creation is doing. They're like, come on, understand who you are. Understand who you are. Because they want his kingdom to come just like we want his kingdom to come. But the sooner we step back from that, the sooner, uh, the more we step back from that and resist that and resist to prove that and walk in that, then the longer they have to wait, the longer creation has to wait. Mm. You're not supposed to keep it to yourself. Mm. I don't see how you can, because once you get filled up with the Holy Ghost, it just starts bubbling out. It just changes you. I don't see how you can hold it back. Like you just, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm throwing up on people. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I love you. Hmm. And we did that. I think we did that Friday night. <laughs> I think we did that Friday night. We just kind of threw up a bunch of love on people because it's important. It's important that we don't shy away from that. It's important we don't stop loving people. Hmm. It's just important to understand you're loved by God. And that's the reason for this season. It's his love for you. He wants his joy and his peace to reign in our hearts and his love to last with us forever. And we just, that's why, that's the reason. I mean, ugly sweaters are cool. It's okay to have fun in church. None of that's bad, but we can't lose focus of what this is really about. And it was a gift. And here's the cool part. You, it's a gift. What do you do when someone hands you a Christmas gift? Nah, you keep it. <laughs> someone hands you a gift, you take it. And you open it. You have a right to give it to somebody else if you want. <laughs> but think about that. It's a gift. He's giving us a gift. And all we have to do is open it. And there's a lot of people that's not open that gift. They're just staring at it. They're like, I don't know, he gave me this thing. I don't know what to do with it. Mm. Sometimes we just got to open that gift. Realize how much he loves you. Whew. I'll share this last scripture because it was on my heart this morning and, I'll, and then we'll close out and get on the road. <laughs> Just saying. Got a hot tub waiting, baby. With my ugly Christmas sweater on. <laughs> All right, Romans 5, 1, 11. 1 through 11. Romans 5, 1 through 11. I'm not going to read 1 through 11. Let's just go 1 through 5. 1 through 11 will take too long. Our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us. I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. Our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us. 
And he now declares us flawless in his eyes. You need to hear that. Our faith in him, when you believe in him, his righteousness is now transferred to us and he declares us flawless in his eyes. This means we can now enjoy true and lasting peace with God, all because of what our Lord Jesus, the anointed one, has done for us. Our faith guarantees us permanent access into his marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. What incredible, incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. But that's not all. Even in times of trouble, we had a joyful confidence knowing that our pressures will develop in us patient endurance. And patient endurance will refine our character. Improving character leads us back to hope. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Come on, man. And I don't get you fired up about Christmas. I don't know what will. Because it started with Christmas. That's the reason for the season. This is, this is the point of what we do is he brings all that and it starts there. So, and it's all for us. It just lays in front of us for us to pick up a gift that we can just take. Hmm. So I think that just is supposed to be on your mind and your heart this whole season, you know, and, and we do a really good job at this, but man, as you're walking around, as you're, man, just enjoying what's going on and, and love on some people, like truly love on them. Let them walk away and go, that was the weirdest person I've ever met. I like that. <laughs> I want people to be like, dude, you're just a little over top. <laughs> awesome. That's what I like. Awesome. You know, try to be more like James. <laughs> Love it on everybody. I'm just telling you guys, this is so important for this season. And if we can recapture that, we can... I'm telling you, I spoke about it after worship that the enemy tries to steal this whole time. You know, the world's created different things and different beliefs and different, you know, just truths about this season and it's just not right. And if we could just get focused and tuned in to what's important, it doesn't matter what we have, what we don't have. You know, I think God puts people around us, right, to surround us and it's just love. Sometimes that love looks like a gift and sometimes that love looks like a hug and sometimes that love looks like a hot water heater getting put in. Right? Come on. But it's just love. And if we could just get used to just saying, I just want to love people. Like, can we just get out and love people the way they need to be loved? Amen. Amen. You guys get something out of this. Is that okay today? Um. I want to pray for everybody. Stand to your feet, please. We're going to get some music going. Um, I really want you to take a deep look. You need to take an inner look this morning and figure out where, where is there a barrier that's stopping you from loving the way you're supposed to love? Hmm. That little girl's so full of joy. I dance with her all day. What is it that's stopping you from loving the way you're supposed to love? 
And I guarantee you, if you look at that and you actually put it under a microscope, you'll see it's not from him. You'll see it's not from him. It's something that was developed there. It was something that you allowed to sink in, to manifest inside of you, to stop you from actually enjoying the love that he wants to saturate you with. Man, I'm telling you. So we got to look at those things. And what you need to do is recognize what that is. And man, let's pull that stuff out. Let's give it to him. That's not yours to carry. Jesus said, I died on the cross for that. He's like, just give back. Like, I'll take it. He goes, I gave you a free gift and I'm gonna take something from you. It was free, but I wanna take some stuff. I wanna get rid of all that stuff that's held you down, the shame, the fear, the anxiety, that I'm not good enough. He says, I wanna take all that away because you're not meant to live like that. So we're gonna have our prayer partners um, out to the crosses. We have crosses on either side of this room. We have a prayer cross and a miracle cross. Now during prayer time, it's all prayer cross. <laughs> but any other time you put some prayers out on your prayer cross over there, we pray over them every single Monday, uh, every single, pretty much anytime someone's in this church, we're praying over that prayer cross. And when God shows up in a mighty way, we move it over to the miracle cross so that we can celebrate the miracles. So what you see up there is over there are all the miracles and and that's all the prayers that we're constantly praying for. And we'll shift them out at the start of the new year. And all those go in this cool little wooden box that's just our prayer box. And we pray over that box too. Um, but I'll encourage you because if you come in in the new year and that cross is empty and you still want a prayer up on that cross, just re-put it up on that cross because we're going to keep praying for it. Okay, we're going to keep praying for it. But we do have prayer partners at either cross. And I don't want you to leave out of here today without someone just loving on you the way you're supposed to be loved on this morning, right? Because we're not going to see you for a couple weeks and I don't like that. Like, you guys are family. We love you all dearly. So not seeing you is not good. So keep your eye on our app. Maybe we'll get a random throw together gathering and just spend some time together because I just feel that in my heart. Like, I don't know if I can go two weeks without staring at y'all in the eyeballs and loving on you. So, but I do ask that you, uh, if you need prayer this morning, go there. And I gotta tell you this, if you haven't opened that gift, if you're just like, you know what? You talk about this gift and it's free, but man, I don't think that he, I don't think you know what I did. I don't think you know what I'm going through. I don't think you actually really know what's going on in my life. And I don't think he wants to give me that gift until I get cleaned up and I figured this thing out. Can I tell you that he says, I love you where you're at, right where you're at. He goes, you don't clean yourself up, I clean you up. He says, I clean you up. You can't do anything about it. He says, so he wants you to surrender to that today. It's just a surrender. It's you saying, Lord, I'm gonna give it all to you. Surrender means we raise our hands up and we just, Man, I, I can't do it on my own, Lord. Only you can do that. And you can receive them in your heart. I can't even say a prayer for you for that. You understand? That's how easy it is. I could pray over you all day, but until you just accept them in your heart, believe in your heart, and you'll confess it with your mouth. That's not even a problem. That's like the easiest thing ever once he shows up in your heart. <laughs> you can't stop confessing him with your mouth. <laughs> 
I'm just telling you that today you can do that. And we have prayer partners that just want to walk you through that. So if that's something you want to do today, man, you can accept them in your heart today. Man, we can pray over you and we can give you some resources and talk to you about the next steps and uh, where to go from there. We can love on you. Man, that's the most important thing. Let his love just wash away everything else. His love is so abundant that when it comes in, it pushes everything else out. It's that good. It's that good. So, Father, you see the hearts in this room. You see everybody here today, Father. You see the ones that are struggling with something. You see the ones that are just missing family. You see the ones that that just feel like they're alone. You see the ones, Lord, that, that think they don't have anything to give. But Father, you're the answer to all of that. So touch them right now, Lord. Man, speak to them right now, Father. Love on them right now. Father, we thank you for this season. We thank you for your son. And we thank you for this family. Man, we love you so much. Father, protect us and guide us as we move forward. Keep us safe, Lord. Hedge of protection around us as we move through these seasons. But Father, we pray for, for divine appointments this morning. Like, like, Lord, as we go through the seasons, that you're going to put people in front of us that might need a hug. They might need some love. They might need some food. They might need something. And Lord, you're going you're gonna to put them in front of the right people at the right time to just show your love. So use us, Father. That's what I pray this morning is that you use us in a mighty, mighty way. Let us be. Let us be those that you use father let us be like the shepherds that go out and just tell the whole world thank you for that lord protect me and my baby as we we get on the road and get out of here lord get us back safely but father we love you we thank you for this and we celebrate you in jesus mighty name and everybody said Amen and amen. We love you guys. We thank you. Have a Merry Christmas. Um, Don't leave here without prayer, please. We have prayer partners. We want to pray with you. I'll be up here if you need me to pray with you. You want to talk with me. Uh, And we'll see you again in just a couple weeks. Love y'all.